From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, August 29th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. For the first time this academic year, students in the Columbus City School District were back to in-person learning today. Here's Columbus Teachers Union spokesperson Regina Fuentes. We are excited to get back to where we belong, our classrooms, doing what we do best, educating our students and shaping the future of this great city. Last week, some 4,000-plus teachers hit the picket lines after talks broke down and students started the school year virtually. 71% of union members approved the new contract that calls for 4% raises, guaranteed heating and cooling in all buildings by 2025, and a reduction in class size, among other items. One of several family members accused in a 2016 massacre in Pike County is expected to go on trial soon. More from ONN's Angela Ann. George Wagner IV pleaded not guilty to the execution-style murders of eight Roden family members. Last year, Wagner's brother Jake changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. He admitted to prosecutors that the motive for the murders were a custody dispute with a child he had with one of the victims, Hannah Roden. Now, Jake's mother, Angela, also changed her plea to guilty last year with the promise that the entire family would be spared the death penalty if convicted. Their father, George Billy Wagner III, has made his not guilty plea and will be tried next. I'm Angela Ann. South of Cleveland, one arrest was made after several shoppers fled from Summit Mall in Fairlawn on Saturday afternoon because a juvenile suspect allegedly pulled a gun. ONN's Lena Lai in Cleveland has the story. Fairlawn police say a teen was seen flashing a gun around inside the mall. The weapon was not fired, but it did cause panic. Many shoppers ran outside while some sheltered in place. Businesses were locked down. The mall reopened later. I'm Lena Lai. A former Ohio school superintendent is charged with trying to kidnap two children in Huntington, West Virginia. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Former superintendent of Hamilton Local Schools, William Morrison, allegedly pulled up next to a 9-year-old boy and 12-year-old girl, offered them $20 to babysit a child for him, and the two got in his vehicle. Then he drove away. Police say the two children were not hurt in the incident that happened earlier this month. Morrison was fired as superintendent at Hamilton Local Schools five years ago after Columbus police found a suspected crack pipe and crack rock in his vehicle. Eric Brown, ONN News. School district officials in Swanton, west of Toledo, are addressing a racist social media post by a student. ONN's Tiffany Tarpley has more. A racist and tone-deaf homecoming invite rattles the city of Swanton after a Swanton High School sophomore posted a racially charged picture online. The photo does show two students holding a sign which reads, If I were black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you for homecoming. Well, we spoke to Swanton School Superintendent Chris Lake, who shared a statement, We are deeply shocked that a student would think it's acceptable to make such a comment and even more shocked that any parent would allow their student to make such a sign. In the newsroom, Tiffany Tarpley. Within a week, the FDA is expected to approve Pfizer's updated COVID-19 booster. The shot is designed to protect against the Omicron strains that account for most new coronavirus infections. Pfizer says the new vaccine also protects against older variants. Here's FDA vaccine chief Dr. Peter Marks. By changing Uh, the composition of what is in these boosters, uh, we are able to elicit and essentially refresh the immune response so that it will hopefully do a better job uh, of uh, eliminating uh, the uh, virus. A CDC advisory committee is scheduled to meet this week to discuss the booster. 
The federal government is ending its offer to ship free at-home COVID tests this coming Friday. The government's website now shows a message that says ordering tests will be suspended. Congress has not approved additional funding needed for the program to continue. The risk of contracting monkeypox remains low for school-aged children, but schools, colleges, and universities are still on high alert after the CDC reported 17 confirmed or probable monkeypox cases among kids younger than 15. Dr. Carlos Del Rio from the Emory University School of Medicine says parents shouldn't panic. I think we don't need to panic about this. I think we need to stay informed. But the cases in children, as you already said, are less than 1% of the total cases that we see. The CDC launched a new landing page with monkeypox resources. Find it at cdc.gov. Be on the lookout for scammers trying to take advantage of the student loan forgiveness plan. ONN's Bryant Somerville has more with Judy Dollison of the Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio. Student loan borrowers, beware. Central Ohio's Better Business Bureau is warning of scammers that could be looking for new targets. Experts are saying be on alert for phishing scams and do your research before paying or giving out any information. Never fall for that sense of urgency. Scammers will oftentimes make you feel like if you don't do it right now, you'll lose the opportunity. So that sense of urgency to get you to act without doing your research, without taking a breath and making sure this is the right thing to do. A good rule of thumb here, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. In Columbus, Bryant Somerville. And South Korean battery maker LG and Japanese automaker Honda are investing $4.4 billion into a joint venture in the U.S. to produce batteries for Honda electric vehicles, the two companies announced today. The plant site is still undecided, but construction will begin in early 2023, with mass production of advanced lithium-ion battery cells to start by the end of 2025. In a statement, Governor Mike DeWine said the state has been working to bring the plant to Ohio. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.